0: Hey, welcome to the Southgate Studio Podcast, a podcast designed to resource you and equip you to become a faithful and passionate follower of Jesus. I'm your host, Alex, and with me is the Rev Hopkins. Yeah! Yes! Was that for yourself? That was for you. That was for me. You nailed it first. That was for you. You nailed it first try. Don't I always? Well, I guess you do, because that's all our listeners (laughs) ever hear. No, there's been a few times where it's been really slow getting out. Yeah. Remember the time where you said it the exact same time as me? Yeah, that was...
1: I like mocking you when we're doing it. That was really hard. You could probably just copy and paste it from every single episode. You could just said it once and just paste it Oh, that's it there.
0: true. Our listeners don't even know that we do record it live each time. Each time.
1: Welcome, wow. Pastor Ben. Good morning.
2: Good afternoon. Morning. Or good evening. Wherever <laughs> you find yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always forget about that.
1: Currently, it is 1130 a.m. here yep. in our recording session. But wherever you find yourself, welcome. That's right. Um... We have some news, maybe old news, maybe new news, maybe some other type of news, but
2: mm-hmm. not fake news, not fake, not news. fake news, you're real, here for the source. News.
0: Alex, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, Yeah. I've got a name for this episode. What is it? The last one. Well, it could be the last one. Could be the last one. The paused last one. It's the last one with Benjamin last or Benedict last. Benedict? Benedict wow. last. Wow. That's good. You never know. I feel like That's a pope. Good. A pope.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Alex, you have um, had an employment opportunity.
0: Yes. So I've been, uh, I guess, given the opportunity to go work for the government of Canada. Oh. And so I feel like this is a huge opportunity. Not very many people get this opportunity, especially like. How old are you? I'm 24. Yeah. I only speak English. which is like that's a big thing and yeah I've just been given this opportunity and I feel like it's like the next step for me and my family to really like grow as a family and really because right now it's just us two and
1: yeah you living with some family you and your wife
0: yeah just renting with her with my brother-in-law
1: you got a room yeah you can only do that so long
0: yeah and I guess this is our chance to really start our own life together yeah
1: that's crazy Mm-hmm. So government work—you've been working for the government for a bit, though.
0: Yeah, just contracting off and on. Yeah, in between my hours here. Yeah. For those that don't know, Alex is a very good
1: videographer. How would
0: you? Videographer
2: makes videos.
1: Makes videos we and call... other
2: things like yeah, all kinds of things.
1: You're very creative. You're very good at that. Oh, wow, yeah. thank you. So you get to do, you get to do that with government, and then, mm-hmm. um, in in my life, like personally, um, I felt. That God is leading me somewhere, and so um, Pastor Ben, me and you talked. I think in January, and I just said, "PB, like God's God's leading me somewhere. I don't know what to do, but I feel like I'm supposed to be going somewhere." And that was like hard for me to say to you because you've been like my pastor for the last five years. Uh, I did my internship here, and like you've taught me everything I've known. So it's like really an odd thing um, to talk about, but I just felt like very loved and appreciated by you, like in that conversation.
2: Yeah. I think the conversation we all had was just, you guys told me you're leaving and I just said, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, you're not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we just want to like share that news with our listeners. And, um, we're just talking kind of like before we hit record about like celebrating, like in our transition and, um, like we always want to like, leave well and, like, because we love, like, the people, like, around us, right? And so we just talked about, like, celebrating well and um, something that um, I was actually, I don't know, there's some mom jokes that fly around sometimes. But I was talking to Pastor Ben's mom, Sheila, Sheila Last, and she uh, she just said some encouraging words for me a couple of weeks ago. And we had a kind of a cool conversation. And I was just sharing with her, actually, that, um, like, during, like, my transition, like, I just look at South Gays, like my family. And that's something that you've really built very well here at PB and um that like everything I've learned here like I'm taking with me and so I almost feel like my, the family of like Southgate's going with me and like sending me off and giving me like a good like push I don't know if does that make sense
2: yeah yeah I think I think that's a that's like an exciting thing to to think about right is is uh you know Southgate has had people who've become missionaries or people who have become pastors and um who moved to different areas and uh, it it's instead of a loss, it's, it's more, you know, it's almost a gain in some ways because it extends kind of the, the reach and, and, um, and, and the family of Southgate to to different parts of the world or different parts of, of, of Canada. And, and so, I mean, yeah, you, you, we could, we could like look at it all in a, in a negative way of, of like, Oh no, it's, it's, you know, we're losing part of our family or, or whatnot, but it's, it's really, it's really not that way. Right. It's, it's, it's seeing what God does through the ministry of Southgate, and and I think like continuing to to expand that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's funny when we reflect back on things um, and and how small they were in the moment, but then how know how big they seemed in the moment. Sorry, and then how small they actually turned out. And so I'll give a little example of that. So things felt really big, like it was a big deal, and then it's like, oh, that wasn't so big. But I remember going off to. A university, and this was the first time I felt like, um, like a, a call to like go study full time education and to become a pastor. And I remember, I I just felt this prompting. I it's hard to put into words, but I really felt God's like moving in my life. And that happened in uh, at the end of July, and so I felt like I should go off to Bethany Bible College, which is now Kingswood University. And I had like no money. Um, I was in a band which I thought was a big deal which no one knows of the band anytime I say it so it's not a big deal <laughs> at all but like um it was like a large transition in my life and when I say it out loud now it's like Aaron like that wasn't like the biggest thing that I'm going to do in your life right and that's almost like god like saying that to me um and so it's interesting when you like reflect back on that stuff as like guess how old would I have been? I would have been 20 when I went off to Bible college. It was a big deal. But like now this current transition seems like even a bigger deal, but like I'm guessing in like another 10 years, I'm like, Oh, that transition was it like, it just gets bigger <laughs> like compared to that. Right. And just, does seen- it just get
0: bigger?
2: Uh, I, I get, I, yeah, it's an, it's an interesting thought, right? Because I, I remember the same feeling like you can go back to when I, like grade eight going into grade nine, right? So leaving elementary school, going into high school. <laughs> that was terrifying. It was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. And going from high school to university, and for in in your case, in my case, many people's cases, like you're leaving home, and so you go, you you're living apart. You, hopefully, you know how to do laundry, and somebody, <laughs> and like, and then and then if you get married or you move away and start your first job, like that's another one of those things. And and um, and then for us, it was. You know, having kids, and that was you know a scary thing, and and I would say that almost on a yearly basis now, it's it it happens more and more, right? The more you go into unknown territory, then the more you have those feelings um, that that come up, and I think they're rooted in you're you're worried about the unknown, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's just a question mark of what the future holds, and and I think that's a human instinct. I don't know if it's a godly instinct and, yeah. or, or, or of God. Right. And so, and so, um, and I think that's a battle that I've, I've faced all along. And, and maybe you guys can relate with this is like leaning into God's call in my life versus the inadequacies I know about myself or, yeah. or the worry about the unknown. Can you
1: share the Roy Chapman story? The one about the walls and the, like, the renovations. It's yeah it's it's one of my favorite stories i like i like <laughs> okay. whenever you tell it okay you can repeat as many times to me sure. over the years and it'd still be a story i appreciate thank you roy chapman
0: get comfortable
2: yeah roy, roy was uh for, if you don't know roy was uh, a director and a friend uh of m- me and my family and uh and we uh we lost roy um several years ago uh in an accident and um before that, um, Roy was kind of one of those guys that spoke truth into me, even when, <laughs> even when it hurt. And, uh, and I think those are like important people to have in your life. And, um, I remember, you know, the, the first, uh, we, we have this building that we meet in. If you've never been to Southgate, uh, church in Kempville, uh, the building's pretty small, uh, versus how many people come here. And at the time it was, smaller in a sense of the public spaces uh especially the lobby and uh there were some enclosed areas and there's not a lot of room and and so um we knew we had to do something and and we decided you know we're going to tear we're going to take my office out and i'm going to lose an office but we're going to gain more lobby space and it required uh, tearing down a wall and uh and then and then eventually purchasing a portable and extending some some room onto the church uh for a kid's ministry And, uh, I remember just kind of the worry, like I I was worried about that. Like, what are people going to think or, or, you know, that, that we're doing this, how it's going, how how are we going to get the money? How's it going to go down? You know, all all this kind of stuff. And I probably sounded like a, a worried, like five-year-old boy to, to Roy (laughs) and, uh, in a, in a director's meeting and, and, and he just, he kind of like, um, in, in a loving way, just, (laughs) just kind of like put me in my place and, uh. And just just said, "You know what? like this this really is nothing. like th- this tearing down a wall is nothing." And so basically, like stop being a baby and <laughs> and uh, he, he didn't say that, but he just said, like there'll be there'll be something uh, years down the road that you will look back at tearing down a wall and you will laugh about it because you you spent energy and time worrying about you know a, a little wall and uh, and the tasks that you will face." will be, you will worry about though, Like those, those will be the big things in your life. And, and, uh, and I think that's like stuck with me and, and I do laugh about that wall now, right? Like, who cares? <laughs> it's, just a wall. like it's not, it's not a, it's not a big deal. And, uh, and so Roy was very much about like winning people for, for Jesus, you know, if a wall gets in a way, tear it down. Like it's not, that's not even a, a conversation to waste your time about, just do it. Uh, and, and I think that that's, uh, yeah, a, a good lesson.
1: Yeah. And like his, and that's the awesome thing is like, I didn't know Roy really well, but his legacy is just something that I still like hear about Mm -hmm. and how he lived his life is something like, I feel like that you want to live to PB as well. And like that I desire and Alex desires is like his lifestyle and the way he lived. Um, it's just very respectable. And so, um, yeah, I just want to talk about like, so when these big decisions come up, so if you want to turn off the podcast, cause it's like, okay, this thing's on pause now. I totally respect that. And we'll still be friends. Um, but, um, I just want to like talk about like the trend, like when a transition comes up, whether it's a wall coming down, whether, you know, we're putting up a huge building here, right? Like the, the addition or like going to Winchester, um, just those radical things or like, whether it's a job like transition, right? Like you mm-hmm. to work for the government. Um, like there's questions that I always ask, like within that transition that hopefully helped me come to the decision. But, um, one of the first things I kind of ask that's important for me to ground myself in is whose voice am I going to listen to? So when, in it, when I feel a nudge or I feel prompting or I feel I should do something is whose voice am I going to listen to is like one of the first areas that I like I, I go to. So whether you want to say that's like God's word, whether you want to say that's prayer, whether you want to say that's like a group of friends, but who's your wife, like whatever that is, right? Whose voice are you going to listen to? And so um, like, I know you're in your case, you're saying like Roy was one of those people that spoke into you, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But even like thinking about this, like new building, like you had, you built like a committee around you, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't, I don't know if I know PB, but how did you know that you were supposed to put up a building or like what, was there like a sense or like t- just talking around that idea of like a voice, do you know sure, what I mean? Or yeah. Because whose voice yeah. And I think that
2: we don't have like, obviously we don't have a, a vision statement or a mission statement or a purpose statement. N- none of those things. We just have our, our process. And, and if we take, you know, what I spoke of about tearing down that wall, because more people needed to, to know Jesus, it's, it's just a fact of the matter. Like if, if, if we want, if our, if our process is real, if we really believe that more people need to know Jesus. well, what is more beneficial having four, five, six, seven, eight services, nine services, what, what, is that a good way to go? Or is building, um, you know, a facility that can continue to reach people for Jesus and provide, um, you know, inspiring things to our community and, and give us better opportunities to share our faith. Um, it, that, that's kind of like the, the road to go down. If it, if it makes sense to win people for Jesus, then that's, that's kind of what we're going to do. So that, I think that's number one. Number two is, is that you know, if I'm listening to God's voice, God's voice has never told me to do easy things, hmm. and so, you know, it, it, is it easier to not build a building, to stay the way we are, and to have a nine to five, and and whatever? Like it's yeah, it's easier on my family, it's easier on on my personal life, it's easier in all these things, but I don't think really. God calls people to easy things or, or how, you know, I think God calls people to hard things. Mm. And so, um, that, that's usually I, I can discern the voice of God when he's asking me to do something that I have no business doing myself. Mm. And yeah. so when he, when he, then I'm just like, oh, okay, well <laughs> it, 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 I guess like it brings me to, to this, it, it might sound disrespectful, but, but I guess just in in a sense, like God, it's your problem. Like it's you called me to do it. Okay, I'll do it, but it's your problem. Right. Uh, and then he has to show up, right? Because I couldn't mm-hmm. do it myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's very interesting. I I like I like that viewpoint. Anything on that one, Alex? Like, no, I, I don't think so. Like I feel like the difficult the difficultness in it, right? Like something in you've told me is like I, I have the opposite well kind sort of, of depends which which way you want to spin it right because i think in some ways you've told me you're just like i feel like i'm copying out yes because you left like a ministry job which i don't think is the case for you because i think that's like a hard thing still to do is like that job transition but also to say like i need to like provide for my family providing for your family is still like a necessity right mm-hmm. and like Sorry to all of our listeners and to you, Pastor Ben, but you're a little bit like Pastor Ben's older than you. And when we're talking about all those scaled items, right? Like you made difficult decisions when you were first mm-hmm. married to Emily, which you're just starting to go through. Yeah. But he's got like 10 years. you got 10 years on him? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> really doesn't matter. At no. All. Yeah. I, I think
2: you're exactly right. <laughs> like if, if, if Emily and I are honest, like one of the main reasons that we left in New York, like we established our life there. We, we... Got our green cards like we, we we spent a lot of time and energy and money to to build a life there and felt like God led us there but we couldn't have kids and so what actually led us back here is the desire to have kids and, and for us it was like trying to adopt kids and we um and so that wasn't like a calling on necessarily to to, to leave Fillmore um in New York but it, it was kind of circumstantial like what you're you're talking about alex and i don't think that i mean i think we're we're simply talking about like providing for your family i don't think we're talking about anything ministry related Mm because you are still called to do ministry and uh you just got you just got to learn french and do it in french now (laughs) you know you're 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 in a you're in a secular environment and Mm -hmm. uh and your ministry is just just a little different and and yeah.
1: yeah and, it's, and it's just like, it's just as important. And I think of like, you've made tough decisions, like even like here at the church or gone like to uncomfortable places, like starting the podcast. I remember yeah, that was just really. like, we've never done something like that. We had yeah. no idea what we were doing. And it was a difficult, like, our listeners don't know that we prepared a month to release one episode. Our first time. And I think
0: time. we redid that episode probably two or three times.
1: Yeah. Like, we spent ridiculous hours trying to get ready for it. And like, we could have listened to voices and been like, Oh, we can't do this. Right. Mm-hmm. But we felt led to do like, it's like a simple thing, right. It's, it's not a huge risk in our life, but we felt led to do that. Right. And it wasn't like the simplest thing, but, um, but we, we continued and, and that, and that kind of leads me to like the next thing like I had written down was, um, how do you know if God's opening that door or like closing it? Cause I hear that all the time. Or like, how do you know
0: who's opening that door? Right. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Or like, yeah, has God open that door or closing the door or who's doing, who's opening and closing what doors and what room do I need to get into and mm-hmm. where the heck are we going? Right. If people, or maybe it's a car door. I don't know. But like, like you've ran into, I don't know, PB, like so many roadblocks, whether it was like with like even this building or for you to get back up here to Canada. Right. Like it wasn't like, oh, this is super easy. And that's where you're talking about like, God, I feel like that leads to your first thing still that God's called you to do difficult things. Right. So there's not going to be open doors the whole time.
2: Yeah. And, and you, you, you had just, you know, you have written down how God is opening and closing doors. And so how do you know if he's, he's doing one of those things? And I think, you know, if, if God is closing a door, I think there's like some telltale signs. It's, it's um, you know, you, you maybe are losing passion for what you, what, what you once did. Um, you know, maybe some of your relationships are not what they used to be. Um, maybe, um, you, you know, you're thinking about other things. It, I mean, circumstances change in your life, and, and I think that's maybe some telltale signs that, that, that God's closing a door. Um, and, and I think, like, God, in my life, and I think it's different with everybody, but in my life, God opens the door... Um, like it's, it, 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 it's always like, I, I, I think that God knows that I'm not a smart, intelligent person. And so he's not, it's not like he opens a bunch of doors. It's just like, here's a wide open door. You better go through it, you dummy. And, and then I, and then I like go through it. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's the same for, for every person. And, and I think just God gives us opportunities. And I would say that depending on your theology, but I think God can use, if there's, if, if you got a bunch of open doors and a bunch of opportunities, I think God can write a story in each one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And you are saying for you, Aaron, that you feel like you have to like break through a locked door. Uh, yeah. So
1: I, 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 it's, I kind of look at it like, is the door actually unlocked or locked? If it's locked, I can't get through it. If it's unlocked, I probably just need to do something to, like, get through the door. Like, whether it's just actually physically reach out my hand. We can do this in, like, a spiritual way and just open it. Because sometimes I feel like Christians kind of wait for this gaping hole. But it's like, well, you didn't even lift your hand to open the door up, right? But God was just like, the door's open. You just got to, like, turn the handle, right? Mm -hmm. And no one actually physically goes up and turns the handle. And that's, that's probably in my personality type is, like, to push that extra. Because I think God will stop me if i need to be stopped right? right like i really do or he'll like maybe it's just that's part of my faith journey a part of me growing is like that like reach up right
2: yeah yeah i i do think there's like a boundary there like when a door is locked you know it, it sometimes god is protecting us from something that he wouldn't have for us or something that's danger or something that's you know um i think i think at times we want we want a locked door to be an open door. And so we get our hacksaw out and we try to, (laughs) try try to, you know, break the lock or pick the lock. And God never intended us to do that. And I think that's, that's the hard part about like discernment and clarity and wisdom and seeking God. And, but, uh, but yeah, sometimes, sometimes like the, the, the door is, is, um, you know, that the frame is, it's a little bit too small or warped and it's hard to open that door. And, and, but God still meant you, for you to, to to push it open and, and open it up and it's just harder than maybe usual and yeah, doesn't mean that it's a locked one. It's just, yeah. And
1: that's like the hard part about like whatever you go to make a decision, right? And that's what, like those other things, like right, whose voice are you are going to listen to? And it's so important to be in tune with God's voice because if it's, you got to make sure it's him, right? And mm-hmm. I
0: so find... So what's your process for that? Would you go to God first? Or you get that prompt, right? I feel
1: like, yeah, like I feel like I'm, I hope that I'm always with God first, right? Like, like people like go to God first. Well, like I'm reading my Bible, I'm praying, I'm going to church. I'm like checking those like spiritual disciplines boxes, right? Like I have a group of like Christians around me that know me well, like Mm -hmm. those boxes better be in check. And like always like whenever I wake up in the morning, it's the same thing. Like God today is yours, right? Like, you gotta be living that way. And so to me, I, I'm i just trying to be in that state as often as I can be. Um, and if I'm not, I'm hoping that others or like one of pastor Ben's teachings or like my small group, like whatever that is would speak that into me. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but, um, my wife is like, I decide to live my life, not by myself, but with another person. And my wife is great. And something I've learned, uh, I haven't perfected, but I've learned um, is that my wife needs to be on the same page as me. And so I think that God has like given, like blessed our relationship. And so in all my decisions, she's an excellent person. Cause if I'm like, Oh yeah, this is what we should be doing. And then she's like, no, this isn't what we should be doing. Well, we're at a crossroads and we can't really move quite yet. Right? Like we're one, we're not two people. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're one. And when we're both on the same page, I think that's a great telltale that's like, God, is this you, right? And then there's a lot of other factors, if that's... I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm answering your
0: question. I think so. But... I think, like, for my decision process, like, you, I get those prompts from God. Like, God opening, like, this door for the government, right? And But then I talk to my friends about it, like, what do you think this is? Like do you think this is a good decision? Do you think this is like a decision, like our door that God has opened for me? Or is this like some selfish desire that I want? And that's what you said about, you've got the Christian surrounding you to talk to. And I think I really, I need that help. Cause I'm not very smart either. And I need to like, I need help. <laughs> Sorry, discerning- I'm not smart either. I'm just <laughs> yeah, I got to throw that out there now.
1: Cause I'm looking really bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. I need help discerning like what is God's voice and what is not.
1: And, like, you mentioned, like, first off, PB, like, there's just some common sense things, right? Like, in our faith, when you read God's word, maybe common sense is a bad word to use, but, um, like, whether you're, like, in his will, and you're you're reading your Bible, and you're, like, Jesus' teaching wasn't really complicated. It's follow me, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, go and make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, right? Like, very simple. It's not extremely complicated. It's hard to live out. But. Like our life is like Christians is it should be simple. Like it's not a complicated religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it should be, there's common sense in that. If that, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah. It just God has provided us with a brain. Right? <laughs> and, and I think there, we have that to use and to represent him well. And, and you, yeah. And, and, and that pairs with what God's word says. And so if you're using your brain and you're listening to what God's word says, I think that's, Pretty good recipe. Yeah.
1: So, like, if we are if we were to look at, like, the building here, PB, and it's a huge project, like, to put this thing up, I'm like, where does, like, faith come in for you because you're dealing with this huge, like, financial figure, all this, like, time that has to be put into it. And then I remember you talked to all of us staff um, in your backyard at the beginning of summer, and you're like, hey, write down something that you think is like impossible because God like can do that impossible thing. And so I don't know if you view the building that way, but like, I'm sure that you like working towards this building has been a huge faith journey for you. So where does that like faith part come in, um, like along the way or daily or weekly or yearly, like in a big thing
2: like that? Sure. Yeah. Like I think think building's perfect example. Like I've never, I've never done this in my life. Um, You know, just just the other day, it it takes a lot of work, a lot of thinking, a lot of planning. And the other day we were talking about the elbow elbow joints of the HVAC unit in the auditorium and the acoustics of the angle of those vents. And I was like, what in the world? Like, I can't even (laughs) believe, I didn't know this was a decision. And I didn't, I like, what is, I have no idea what I'm doing, right? Like it's, and I think, you know, this has been four years of planning. And to finally see it happening is, is yeah. I think that's a one of those faith stories and trusting in in God even with my inadequacy. Um, but I, I would say that even even how how we view ourselves and and with you guys, you know, moving on and and transitioning is is I could, you know, I'm I'm, I'm grateful and we are thankful uh, for the things that. Uh, you both have started in, in the church and the family here at Southgate and things that were we weren't, we didn't do before that. And you've created those things. And I think that's a great legacy and an exciting thing. And, and I could sit there and worry about the unknown of what's going to happen with those, including the podcast, right? Like we could talk about the podcast or video or mm-hmm. young adults or, or any of these things. Right. Um, and the way that I function, and I think that we would all agree with this is that, um, this is not like a personality driven church. And I think we, we are all under this understanding that, you know, we are thankful for one another. We love one another, but ultimately like we also know that we're all like, like, like replaceable in a sense, because it's not, it's not us, it's God. And so um, I could be consumed with the worry about the unknown, but, or I can, I can just like look at the history of what God's done in and through me and, um, and just believe that more than the worry, right? And and so, you know, if if something ever happened to me, do I think that Southgate goes down, you know, goes down the tubes? No, no, I'm easily replaceable. Like so, it, it just God speaks through just someone else. It's it's not a big deal. Um, and and I think that, um, you know, it doesn't diminish either of you of who you are. It's just like to put things into perspective of who God is and what he's capable of doing. It's, mm. you know, it, did. yeah. It, it We're all just back. dust. <laughs> <laughs> well well phrased. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. And that's exactly, that's exactly right. And Alex, and I would both agree with that. And what I find like is interesting during that is like when you first started all this, you had probably had a lot of people saying like, Oh, this is like such a great idea that you didn't expect to be saying like, Oh, like the building Fantastic idea, and you're like, oh, I didn't expect like you'd be on board with it. And then there's other people that you probably expected to be on board with it, that were like, oh, I don't think you should do this.
2: Who have left the church,
1: right? Yeah. And like, how like, uh, in my life during this transition, like people have said the same thing to me, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming like, Alex, like we've had that conversation too. Of just like, I wonder how people are gonna look at this, mm-hmm. right? And in one way that doesn't matter at all. And in another way, you need to be able to like respond to those things in like a godly way. Um, and like represent him very, very well, like through this, right. With that grace and truth. Um, but like, how do you respond? Like, <laughs> like in those times,
2: I think it's, do we, do we believe that God can use like I, I we, we've talked about this before on a Sunday, um, and again, it would go back to, I guess, your theology, but, but um, you know, if God has an A plan for your life and you don't follow that A plan, do you believe that God can redeem that story or restore through a B plan or a C plan or a D plan? Like, I, I believe that God is fully capable, even if, not, I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying even if this was a bad choice on your part, yeah. uh, okay, okay that is what it is so does that mean that god can't use you in a b plan or or a c plan? like i i just believe that god can can always redeem and restore no matter our choices if they're good or bad um I just think it's who he is it's how he speaks through his word it's it's the story that he tells in in our lives and 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 so to for 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 people are people and we just believe that god is god and so if if he's God, even if you made a bad choice, it's not the end of the road. It's.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you see that in the disciples, right? Like Jesus didn't choose 12 perfect disciples. Yeah. It wasn't that way at all. Right. And um, his church was still started and we're still like experiencing that today. So yeah, like that, that totally lines up. And so.
2: And, and, yeah. and, and, and if I could just say like one more thing is that, is that like, I think that, the great thing about us, as far as I know that, that um, in the midst of a trans transition that we are transparent. And so there there's between us, like a, there's nothing that's hidden and we, you know, we, 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 we love each other. We're for each other. Like there's nothing. Um, and we, we need to kind of in the midst of transition, you kind of have to put your big boy pants on and, have adult conversations and yeah. and to be open and honest about about you know the situation and what's going on and and uh and I think where you know Satan would love to use um you know when when that doesn't happen right and to the the secrecy or the, or the lies or or the whatever that that's where he gets in and and so I think it's important in the midst of transition just to to i i always say um, you know lead like a man, pray like a boy and so you know my my prayers are very cowardly sometimes. Uh, if I'm honest, like in my personal life, because I'm scared, I'm worried. I'm, you know, I got all these things, but um, I'm still going to lead the way God wants me to, or I'm going to try to do that.
1: Yeah. I just, I just know that like the podcast for, for myself has just been like a, like a huge delight. And like, I've, I've grown lots through it. Um, and this isn't the only ministry like I've grown through, like while I've been here, like leading life groups stretched me incredibly, like right off the bat. And like, Uh, leading the young adults and the first impressions. Um, Those things were all like huge things. And then I I feel like those almost all prepped me for that launch of like the campus that we did. And even then I still wasn't ready. Um, And I think like my growth, like here is just like very, very thankful for like each time that I just seen God's like, whether it's like his blessing Or whether it's his provisions, however you like to word that, um, the support of the team here, like it's just been like a great, great experience and just the Mm -hmm. growth that I've seen. So just
0: very appreciative of it. Even for myself, like when I first came here, I don't know if you remember, it was young adults, like probably four years ago, I was just like fresh out of college. And like, I guess my faith journey was very short. Is that fair to say? Sure. Short. Is that the right word? You can explain it. I was not like deep. Mm. I didn't like challenge or question my faith. I just kind of went, yeah, he's real. But then d- didn't take steps to take it any deeper than that. And then like coming here, I've done things that I'd never thought I would ever done in my entire life. Like especially this podcast, like helping other people go on their faith. That was something that I was like, "Oh, that's not for me." Yeah. So I would say went in one side, I'm coming out the other side very different and i'll, I'll still be out at winchester campus doing sound stuff or uh, i love doing that so yep. i'll still be around
1: yeah and your wife helps out the 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 amp program there yep. too on tuesday nights and she helps out kidville on sunday mornings and so you guys are still very involved in the church and like we very much like appreciate like your family um, and what you guys have brought to the church for sure
2: yeah and I, and i think that's important like no one's dying here this is not like a it's not like a funeral. It, it, we we're we're just like hopeful and we're excited and um, we're just so grateful of like all that you guys have done for the church and and brought us to like where we are and and uh, increase the family here at Southgate and and like this is obviously this is this is not goodbye um, right and and I think if we're honest just about the podcast is it's just kind of one of those question marks right it's it's not uh we see the fruit of it we think it's a great thing but it's like okay well what do we do now like how do we how do we figure this out and and uh that's just kind of where we are if we're we're honest about it yeah
1: i think we should celebrate
2: celebrate good times come, come on, on. Right. <laughs> na, 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 na. sorry sorry.
1: that was
0: a short celebration <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well let's get that beat dropping